All right, everyone, uh, welcome back to the Jenna and Julian podcast. Welcome. This week, our special guest is Josh Elkin. What up, Josh? Hi. Hi. Welcome. Thank what you up? for joining us. We high-fived him first. We always, <laughs> every single time we have a guest, we awkwardly like high-five over them, yeah. and then they're like, oh. Well, yeah. Breaking the trends. Yeah. Exactly. There we go. The trends. Uh, Josh Elkin joins us this week. I'm so excited. Uh, yeah. All the way from Canada, Montreal. Eh? All the way from Canada. All the way, man. All the way. But uh, we're excited to have Josh. Josh, uh, we'll get more into it. Really quick, this episode of the Jenna Julie podcast is brought to you by Audible.com and Bowl and Branch. Yeah. Audible.com. Many of you have probably heard of Audible. Uh, it's one of the best ways to listen to audiobooks. They have over 180,000 uh, different titles from all sorts of different genres. Uh, it's a great way to get your reading in while you can do other stuff. Uh, if you're like me, like you're always busy, you're always doing stuff, you can't really sit down to read a lot of the times, uh, audible.com. While you're doing makeup, yeah. while you're taking a bath. Literally while you're anything you're doing. I was actually looking for a way to read while doing my makeup. <laughs> while you're, while so you're gardening. Now that, now that exists. Uh, you and go thank to you, Audible. Audible. They're a new sponsor. They're a new sponsor. Thank you can you get their Audible. app. Uh, and the first, the first uh, audiobook is on us, guys. Go to audiblepodcast.com slash Jenna. Because <laughs> Jenna gets Jenna. this URL, not me. Yeah, uh, thanks, yeah. Audible. <laughs> Check that out. We got a free uh, audiobook on us. So let us know how you like it. You get a trial. No, it's on me. Uh, it's on Jenna. It's and uh, Bowl and Branch, our other sponsor, uh, some of the best luxurious bedding you can get for affordable prices, uh, Bowl and Branch. We're currently rocking Bowl and Branch on our bed. Yeah, we and are. It is Amazing. Yeah, like Peach it's liked them so much that she actually peed on Yeah, them. that's how much she <laughs> That's how you know they're good sheets. She that, was like, oh, I'm just going to pee right here. That says a lot. It does. Right. Uh, Bowl and Branch. Uh, check them out at Bowl and Branch. That's B-O-L-L and branch.com. Enter Jenna Julian at checkout. Get 50 bucks off your first set of sheets. Nice. And Thank you to our sponsors. Magical. They magical. Feel like butter. What's yeah. the thread count on that? Like, I, I, don't, I don't even think they could count it. Yeah. I think it was like... So high that they're it's just infinity. like we, we can thread count. <laughs> like the thread is so small that they don't have a device to see what what the thread counts. It's right, crazy. Yeah. It's not even thread. It's just made out of pure magic. <laughs> they re- they really like I I told you the other day. I was like, oh, we should call them and see if we can get these in different colors because it's like the best thing in the yeah, world. Yeah, no, it's great. I want it. Um, yeah. So uh, Josh joins us today. Josh is formerly of Epic Meal Time. He recently. Uh, Ventured off doing his own stuff now. Indeed. Which is uh, really, really cool because you have a lot of cool stuff in the pipeline that you've been talking about. It's true. It's Uh, true. But I'd like to preface everything with um, Josh just following him on Snapchat every day. Like, he makes me hungry all the time. He somehow, (laughs) every single meal, is eating the most beautiful creations, mostly by him. Um, Yeah, I mean, like... I just just found that out. I just found out that you're, like, super fan of me. And I really appreciate it. Oh, that. yeah. Like, I've been following your Snapchats for a while now. I, yeah, listen. Mm-hmm. Like, it makes me feel that. special. Well, you should feel special. Well. Well, I made, actually, okay, so I made, I made Josh, I made you a Bloody Mary. Uh, was, so, I made you a Bloody Mary so you good are not that selling you traveled that all the way to our house just to have the Bloody Mary. You are not selling that Bloody Mary pop, uh, properly. <laughs> Julian sent me a text with a picture of a Bloody Mary with, uh, like, a few bacon strips in it and chicken wings. <laughs> And I was like, what? 
I was just. What? Trying- <laughs> I didn't know what was happening while he was making it either. All of a sudden, I smell bacon, and he's over there just like putting olives and like bacon on a toothpick with a chicken wing in it. And then I see he texts you a picture. I'm like, is that your like bait to get it, him it over here? It was that's exactly what it was. <laughs> it was totally my bad. bait to get him to it come was over. Your and bait. Hang out. Good yeah. bait. <laughs> Like, look yeah. what we have. Yeah. Come over. Anyways, like four later. <laughs> four later. You decided to yeah. come on the podcast. Just, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it was delicious. That was fun. That was yesterday. So now we're here today. Um, so you have something starting October 1st yeah. uh, on the, the cooking channel. On the cooking channel. Um, Sugar Showdown. It's called Sugar Showdown. It's a competitive baking show where we, where I host. It's a, I'm hosting it. Yeah. And uh, there's... Cakes, pies, donuts, and cupcakes. So each episode focuses on a different confection. Very cool. Uh, people from all over the continent mm. come and compete. People from Canada, mostly people from America. Oh, that's awesome. Though. Yeah, it was, it was really cool. And you were saying that you get to work with um, and shoot with some of the like real Michelin star chefs, th- like people you've been looking up to for a while now. Like, yeah. What was that like? It was so crazy. Like... For my entire life, I've been watching Food Network, so I'm very familiar with like the personalities that yeah. have been on Food Network, and like they've given me inspiration. They've like sort of indirectly pushed me to explore the culinary world, and then all of a sudden, I'm hosting this baking show, and the panel of judges is like there was like twelve judges, and I'd say like. 75% of the judges were people that I've looked up to my entire life. Oh my god. Which <laughs> no is so deal. crazy. No pressure. Wow. It's so cr- and they weren't like they weren't like idols of mine because I don't know if you've ever heard the expression like never meet your idols. Oh yeah. 100% then you get, like, oh, yeah. disappointed. Yeah. So I was happy about that because I feel like if they were like super idols of mine I would have been disappointed because I put too much pressure on myself to yeah. be like like friends with them or whatever right. it is, you know, but they were super cool and uh, it was honestly like one of the craziest hardest working most rewarding experiences of my life. And you're done now. I'm done. We We filmed uh, the entire 14 episodes. We filmed all of them inside of July. Fucking cool. Yeah. Oh my god. We filmed everything inside one month. All of them in July. Yeah. That gives me anxiety. (laughs) I I thought so. You know, I thought so too at first, but like once you're in the groove, like. Mm. Yeah. Um, once you figure after the second day of waking up at five in the morning and going till nine p.m., I'm just like, all right, I got this. Like, You're insane, dude. Dude, that I, is yeah. so cool, though. I mean, I've never worked in television, but like that, it, that's those are long days. Yeah. yeah, you know how it is. Hurry up yeah. and wait. Like, right? You gotta get there at five a.m. and then you're only going on at eight. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, after you get your makeup done, and like I gotta get fucking so much <laughs> all makeup. these hair extensions. Jesus, seriously, like, that's not even my just, real like, hair. You're a lot of work, man. <laughs> I mean, I'm high maintenance. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> and you can't just have any craft services. You have to have like Josh level of craft yeah. services. Oh, there was two levels of craft services. There was like <clears throat> there was uh, regular craft services like in a room where yeah. there was like muffins and bagels and fruit and uh, other sort of things. And then there was like a food truck that was constantly there that was basically on demand. So it was like, oh, wow. I want a pizza right now. Oh, All right, shit. well, this girl, Chrissy, she would just whip up pizza and be like, what? here's your pizza. That's fucking cool. Well, yeah. it's fitting. I mean, it's yeah, a Yeah, I was going to say, like, like, if you have a show with chefs on it, yeah. what do you feed those people yeah, during exactly. the day? That actually <laughs> reminds so me. so nervous. <clears throat> here you go, sir. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. Have your microwavable pizza. <laughs> what? I, like, a few times, some of the chefs, like, during the breaks or whatever it was, just took over the kitchens and mm. started whipping up, like, these crazy dishes because... The pantry of this show is like fully stocked stuff that you've never even heard of like things that i've never seen before and like have you ever heard of a finger lime no 
What? A no. finger lime. Ooh. Like a, a, a lime. What is it? Like citrus. <laughs> I know it sounds like a little erotic, but it's not. It's, uh, it's a lime that looks like a finger. So it's like, picture a lime, what? but like, a finger. Like an elongated lime. It's like a small lime. little cucumber. It's like a small cucumber, like a carrot, but lime. And you crack it open, and it's got these little beads, almost caviar-like, of, of citrus. What? It's the craziest thing. And you like, <laughs> and you like, you bite it open. You like suck out the caviar limes, and it's not super sour. It's like sweet. Holy shit! It's incredible. It's so the, crazy. Where, where does that, that? Where does that come from? I have absolutely no too. idea. And you and you got that on Probably set. Probably a jungle like, yeah. somewhere. Wow. Yeah, I have no. It's definitely not indigenous to Ralph's. So I don't. You can't find it there. You definitely can't find indigenous it. Indigenous. Hi, you guys have finger limes? No. All right, I'm out of here then. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. So uh, it was definitely a crazy experience. It was uh, super hard work, but super rewarding. Yeah. Um, and so that was, you were like the host. You were like yeah. you ran the show basically. Yeah, like it was. I mean, they kept on being like, "It's your show." And I'm like, "Nah, it's our show." And like, "No, no, it's yours." I'm like, "Nah, it's ours. Let's do this together." Was you it know? your show? Did you pitch it? No. No. Uh, they picked you. Cr- yeah, crazy story. So, do you want me to tell you the story? Right sure. Now? Yeah. Okay. No. So, um, I wanted to be. I wanted to start like branching off of just internet and sort of like expand my own brand and see if I can maybe get on other TV shows like Chopped and be a contestant. You right. know. Because we always flirted with the idea, like, what, well, like, do, do we think? Do I think that I could actually do this? Like, yeah. I, I can cook stupid, I mm-hmm. can cook dumb, but can I cook and compete? And I threw it out there, and I uh, linked up with my um, with this guy who was running the show for Chopped in Canada, and uh, he wanted me to come on as a contestant, and then I had to pass on it because we were doing the Epic Meal Empire show last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which we loved, by the way. We oh, it was, that. That it was, was so much fun. fun. I it did. was so yeah. much fun. I laughed really hard. It was, <laughs> it was crazy. That was also, at the time, the craziest experience yeah. of my life. Yeah. Um, so I had to pass on it then, but then, you know, fast forward a, a year later, they are doing another season of Chop, so I connected with the guy, and I said I wanted to do it again, and I went in for a second, another screen test or whatever it was, and... The day after, my lawyer, uh, whose boss represents a production company in Canada, said that they're looking for judges for this show called Donut Showdown, mm. which is the... Just the donut version of your current yes, show. Yes, exactly. So they did two <laughs> okay. seasons of Donut Showdown. That. Yeah, <laughs> and then they review, they revamped it to be all confessions, so right. they would broaden it up, you know? Yeah, that seems and, pretty and, limiting. Donut yeah, donuts. Donut. <laughs> and the alliteration with Sugar Showdown. You can't really turn Sugar Showdown is right. perfect. Yeah. Donut Showdown. But it was successful, though. People liked yeah, it. Yeah, it was two yeah. seasons. It was yeah. amazing, but they wanted to evolve it and right. open it up and yeah. sort of... Like, and I think they did a good job doing that. So uh, he said, I, "I'm my client is Josh and Epic Meal Time, and he knows he knew what it was at the time. And he said, um, send us a, a sizzle reel or whatever, and we'll, we'll consider him for a, a judge spot. So I send him that, and him, the, produ- the, pro- the producer and his partner fly out to Montreal, which is where I'm from, to meet me and have lunch. And we chopped it up and hit it off and had a great time. And he said, "All right, well, we'll you know we'll, we'll call you back and we'll yeah. we're, it's looking good. Like we right. probably want you to come on the show, and that'd be cool." Anyways, a day later, the guy from Chopped calls me. He's like, "I don't know really if you'd be such a good contestant, but we're looking for a new host for Chopped." Oh my god! Would you want to audition for that? And I said, "Yeah, like that, you know, hosting Chopped, like that's crazy. Yeah, that's you know? a huge deal." Yeah. yeah. So I was like, "Cool." And then like literally an hour later, like the guy from Sugar Showdown calls me. He's like, "Yeah." He, we're not really seeing you as a as a as a judge or a contestant, but do you want to host the entire series? A day later, <laughs> holy shit! And I was like, 
like, are, are you serious? That it's doesn't like, yeah. happen. I, yeah. That's it was, ridiculous. It was crazy. I'm like, 100%. I'm, I'm down. Let's go. Like, for sure. Yeah. Literally, like, the, later that week, papers are signed. Like, I'm there. And it was like, and I was contemplating the CHOP thing, doing the audition, but it was CHOP Canada. I'm not dissing CHOP Canada or anything, but the reach on a, an American show, like Sugar Showdown, is yeah. far yeah. greater. You yeah. know? Totally understandable. So that happened, and I was like, what the fuck? What is going wow. on here? And that was in uh, April. And then we filmed the show in July. Wow. Yeah. That, I mean, congrats. I'm like excited. As soon as you posted that uh, picture on your Instagram, yeah. that, I was like, that's perfect. Like, yeah, this was, is going to be great. Yeah. Um, it was cool. It was surreal. Were and you nervous? I was nervous. And this is, I was nervous. Yes, I was nervous. But the reason I was nervous was because I didn't screen test. I didn't audition. And just went right in. I like literally <laughs> went there the first day and like Holy got there at 5 a.m. By 7.30 we were filming and they're like, all right, you ready? I'm like, I guess uh, so. Yeah. <laughs> do I have a choice? Okay. I'm just going to do it live. Yeah, Fuck. exactly. But it was cool because the producers and the EPs, they were all like, they they sent me the script and they sent me like this. And they're like, look, we want you to do it in your voice. We want it to be yours. So I rewrote the entire script and they're like, no one's ever done that. Like. Not that it's bad. We want that, but no yeah. one's ever been up to do that. Wow. And you know how it is with the internet. Like, it's all you. You, right. do, yeah. you do everything. So Absolutely. it's just it's what I know. So it was just second nature for me. And 14 episodes, an entire month in Toronto, which is where we filmed. And that was it. It was it was done. I find it so crazy. Oh you know, like, you, you've, you, like, developed yourself as a chef on the internet, doing all the stuff that you've done. And you get to a point where you have this crazy opportunity come your way and you're, you know, you get offered to host and of course you say yes and you jump right into the fire. And I imagine there's, there, you know, there were moments of you being kind of terrified and, and not really knowing, you know, you know, with all due respect, like, am I, am I like qualified? You know what I mean? Like, like you question yourself, but I ask that I, of myself every day. But you have to imagine. For any of this yeah, shit. of course. I mean, because that's like what, the internet. There's so much power in yeah. naivete, though. Like 100%. not knowing what you're doing, 100. percent No one trained you to host, so no, you do like, it like a, a better version because you just don't know what you're doing. You and I have do to imagine fun and funny and awesome. Yeah, but I mean, I have to Congrats. imagine like somewhere along the line you hit a point where you were like, I can fucking do this. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, after a certain amount of episodes or a certain amount of people telling you, good job, like, you must have been like, it clicked. You know, like, I'm, I am the guy for this. You know what it was? It was, um, first of all, it was terrifying. Yeah. Was, every single day was Which terrifying. Which is awesome. Yeah, it yeah. is. It, yeah. it keeps you on point. Right. It keeps you, like, your, you know, your nerves get to you, like, keep you going. Yeah. yeah. What really, like, sold me on myself, which is so fucking conceited to say, <laughs> but you know, what really was when the chefs that I was talking about before were constantly asking me, like, so how many other shows have you hosted? Like, this is, like, your what? Like, your fifth show? And I'm like, well, what? Like, yeah. this is the first time I've ever done this. And they're yeah. like, whoa, you're a natural. And I was like, oh, okay, uh, thanks. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Really, and it, that's what gives you the confidence to keep going. Yeah, right. you know, hundred percent. And I feel like you probably also kind of just black out during the whole thing, and you just, <laughs> yeah. just goes away. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's gone. Are we done? Really? That's it. I know. I I feel like I, I've never done anything on that scale, but on any small scale, I like you know you psych yourself out a little bit. You're like, we do this all the time. It's no big deal. <laughs> I don't know what I'm oh, doing. It really is. Right. It's 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 crazy because if you like tell yourself that you know it's okay and you, you're supposed to be doing this, even if you're really really not. Like all that matters is how you're yeah. telling yourself it. It's, and I feel like it, you probably it's all about conviction. Yeah. You know, like if you are bleeding 
conviction, like everyone else is going to be confident. In yeah, because they read it. They, they yeah. get that energy off of yeah. it. Yeah, it shows. You, yeah. you know, you sweat it. Like, if yeah. you're nervous, you sweat it. Yeah. And people see that shit. So, you, um, this is, I'm, I'm really excited. Um, but you also had mentioned you were on an episode of Cutthroat Kitchen. So, the show was filmed the entire month. It's a, it's a show produced by uh, Scripps, which is Cooking Channel, Food Network, HGTV, like all that stuff, right? Yeah, just all the biggest, like, well, the, the, the bigger, yeah. the bigger lifestyle yeah. stuff on, on yeah. TV. And a I week af- into the show, love that shit. <laughs> a week into the show, I get this email, and it was uh, it was from someone at at Scripps, and they're like, uh, "Hey, Josh, uh, how's it going? I got your your name from so and so at Cooking Channel." Just curious uh, if you'd be down to come out to L.A. to do uh, Cutthroat Kitchen Celebrity Showdown. So I call my lawyer and I was like, hey, I'm like, I don't think they were supposed to get this. I think they made a mistake. Like, I don't think this is for me. <laughs> and he's like, okay, let me... Speaking let me. of confidence, yeah. I don't think this email is No, me. I'm like, I, is this real? No, like, are they, like what do they want from me yeah, here? Yeah. So I sent it to him and he investigated. He's like, no, he's like, this is like... The, that they want you yeah. to go do that. And I was like super apprehensive at first. Mm. First of all, I was like super nervous. Yeah. I was... Uh, didn't know what the situation was going to be when I got back to Montreal with the team. I didn't know if I had other stuff that was spoken for, for me. I didn't know what was going to go on. But ultimately, it just it all clicked. And I said, yeah. Uh, no, at first I said no. At first I said, I, I don't think I can do it. Like, it's just timing-wise. Like, yeah. The show's just going to end. I'm yeah. not quite sure. And then yeah. the producer of my show st- took me aside. He's like, are you an idiot? Like, are you stupid? Wow. It's like, you got to do this. I I'm don't like, know. Maybe. Like, Fuck, man. Fuck, all right. Yeah. No, I, you're right. I got to do it. And and I w- came out to L.A. Uh, for a two-day shoot. And I met Alton Brown, who's the wow. like the number yeah. one guy on Food Network right now, who everyone loves. He's like a food genius uh, slash like TV host like extraordinaire, you know. And it was incredible. It was it was terrifying because mm-hmm. I've never competitively cooked in my entire yeah, life. Yeah, I was going to say, that's like, you know, hosting that's, might be one kind of nerves, yeah. but like you have to physically cook. No, like, and that's a high pressure show. They actually, give you handicaps right, and, and shit oh, like that. Yeah, so, yeah. so for, ever, for, all the, for all you that don't know what Cutthroat Kitchen is, yeah. it's basically like a competitive cooking show where four chefs face off with uh, a specific uh, meal idea, but you get a, a cash flow of, let's say, 25 grand, and you buy sabotages for yourself or for other people and you got to cook whatever it is using the sabotage and the judge there's one judge doesn't know what you did doesn't give a shit like they just they they, only care about the end product they care about the presentation the originality and the taste yeah which is a fucking cool concept it was fucked up man it was it was wild experience yeah so that airs October as well I think that airs in October I actually don't know exactly when that airs but sometime around Cutthroat Kitchen I think the first time I I watched that was on an airplane I like watched a whole fucking season because I was like oh this is it's entertaining man it's super entertaining it is like I'm a sucker for cooking competitions yes remember he made a vine or like a snapchat of that guy being like I've been cooking corn chowder every day for 12 (laughs) years I'm gonna nail this and like these people are really invested in these dishes and like the things that you're making and like the competition is like so real yeah like it's so real like yeah. someone judging your food and be like fuck you that's delicious what are you drunk right now well, listen before i before i went on and did my show sugar showdown mm. like i was like all right is this like is it real like is there do they give extra time mm. like, no like they whatever they give you and whatever you it's get real. it's like to the point oh so like guys who were like cooking for you know pies for 40 years 
Holy who shit. like mistake ingredients for other ingredients are fucked. Right. And they're like forty year vets, you know? Oh God. Jeez. Damn. You wow. never know. Like yeah. you never know what's like, so gonna happen. Pressure. Yeah, it was, it was Well fun. yeah, like like you said, I mean it, it could also be a person who's like, you know, on paper the best guy there, but then right. he gets to set and he like freaks out mm-hmm. and then it doesn't matter. You know yeah, you know. never know. Also, like, if it's a, you know, if it's a challenge with an ingredient, because w- the way the show went is there was two rounds. First round, uh, it was a special ingredient. The second round was an ingredient and a theme. So oh, fuck me. If you've never used, you know, <laughs> finger limes right, before. Right, what are you going to do? What are, you're going like, to cut it open like it's a lime and you realize that it's like little ba- little lime babies inside. Like, <laughs> how are you supposed to use that shit, you know? I oh, would just God. sit there. I would just sit in my chair and eat and be like, all right, I'm done. You just kick me off, guys. Fuck, I'm fucked. But these lime things are delicious. You, 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 you guys gotta try that shit. You guys gotta try that shit. Wait, so we yeah, have I'll to figure out where to get that. Yeah, I'll go cooking show and just fucking bomb. It'll be great. <laughs> Celebrity cooking. Jenna, what are you doing? Nothing. <laughs> Jenna, cook. I can't. I just showed up for the finger lines. <laughs> I don't know where else to get them. <laughs> so. so I feel like you can't really help it but have cooking kind of bleed into your whole life. Yeah. Um, and true. right now, you have a bunch of really cool things that you are working on you haven't necessarily announced them, but there are a lot of stuff, you know, that you're putting your effort towards. But everything you're doing has to do with cooking. I find that really cool because uh, you kind of embody that, you know, the connoisseur of food person. Yeah. And I think that's really cool. And I mean, do you like... And you, socks. I'm like the... And yeah, beards. I'm the Pablo and Picasso of, of confection, you know, like... Yeah. I make art with I food. find that really cool, though, because it's it's not classically trained. It's just like you, you fucking found what you like. You train yourself how you train yourself and now yeah. you're like making your life about that. You know, it's you could believe me or not, but when I was like, I think I was 15 or 16 years old, I said to myself, and I never said this out loud, I said it, I was like, I really want to be a celebrity chef at like 15 or 16 years old, except I never wanted to work at a restaurant because that's hell. Yeah. And I never wanted to go to cooking school because number one, I couldn't afford it. And number two, I'm horrible at school. Mm. So I was like, all right, well, that dream lived and died in 20 seconds, and I dropped it forever. And then, fortunately, I linked up with Epic Mealtime and those guys, and it brought me to a a level where I realized in myself that I really did, I really can do this, and I really want to do this, and it's like all power of the internet, Mm -hmm. and like I'm so grateful for that. And then it's one thing to, you know, get to a certain point, but then I took it and I embraced it and now it's like really my whole life and, yeah. I, and I want it yeah. and I want it so badly that's the real art you know <clears throat> like you know people have rides and then then, then they end and then they don't really know what to do but the way that you've kind of maneuvered yourself to the point where you're kind of not stopping at all I, like you're crossing platforms you're doing things on your own now you're doing different types of things it's not the same stuff it's, it's not an easy thing to transition kind of the way you have which I feel like that's right. probably like the biggest well people are idiots too they're like oh you like cooking stuff so you can you can just do like all these things but they're all very different like hosting a show is very different 100%. than like cooking because you like cooking yeah right and people don't always make that connection but to actually make that jump is really impressive yeah. like I, I appreciate that a lot of skills going in there along with having no fear and just being like this is what I want to do with my life yeah, like, an- I mean another thing is you're moving you know your efforts to TV in, in a sense but you're you're also very, very staying true to the internet. Like, oh, you, you got it. You have yeah. such a presence online. You got it. Well, of course, and you know that. And yeah. like, you know, that's that's, you know, I would say how you got to where you are, and now you're you're not going to just like, you know, a lot of people 
you know, you see YouTubers get TV shows and then they're like, all right, guys, this is it now. They watch my show and then mm-hmm. they neglect their channel and they kind of forget where they came from, where they even got that opportunity from. And, you know, you're finding a way to, you know, put your feet in both ponds. And Yeah, you got to. Like, the Internet is so fickle in the sense that if you stop, they stop. Mm-hmm. So you can't stop. Yeah. Like, I've been posting every day steadily on, let's say, for example, Instagram for three and a half years. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's not, but it's more its more important. Like, cons- if there's one thing I've learned in the past five years online, it's consistency. Mm-hmm. It's all about consistency. Yeah. Whether it's every day, every Tuesday, every Saturday, every Thursday, like, you have to just be present on the internet. Yeah. And what I'm realizing now more than I did in the past is... Um, uh, communicating with people yeah. which I didn't do as much as I do now that I did let's say a year ago mm-hmm. because like if you talk to someone who's like in I don't know like Kuala Lumpur who like doesn't will never come to this continent like it means the world to them to do that yeah. and that alone like sets you aside from like everybody else you know like and, and you guys do that always like and I, I, th- I always thought that that was so genius so I'm learning how to interact more and you know be more consistent with like other things like I've been doing vlogging yeah. my snapchat yeah. and yeah. stuff like that so yeah. you know it's, no it's funny well, I, right. I, I, I like saw your vlogging a couple weeks or month months ago I, I like saw I was like there was a vlog on your channel so I watched it and I was like yeah like you better keep doing this and I look in the comments and it's like daily vlog daily vlog yeah. daily vlog <laughs> daily vlog daily and he's like alright I'll think so about it so a daily vlog but oh I mean you're, like you're exactly right the more interaction the more of you that you give to them you know, the more it works. Yeah. And the more you yeah. grow, the more they want to watch. Well, and... I mean, half the fun of the internet, one of the reason I started being on the internet is to connect with other people. So yeah. the more you actually use it for that and talk to people and, like, you know, interact with them on any scale, like, the more I'm emotionally invested in that person. You know, you're not, it's not like you're tweeting at JLo and JLo is going to be like, hey, how you doing? Yeah. <laughs> but they know if they tweeted a YouTuber or an internet personality that you can totally see it and you 100%. can totally interact with them because we're human beings and we're all on a level playing field of a democratized medium which is really like the coolest part yeah it really is yeah and the best and like what i really love about it is that it all comes full circle like you put out a video and then you have an instagram or a tweet Mm -hmm. and then it's like every what is it every every quarter there's a there's a convention that you can actually like see these people yes you can physically go and meet them and touch them it's not it's like you said it's nothing like the j-lo no it's not it's it's absolutely different there's there's no gatekeepers there's no one telling you like oh you're better than other people like no we're all just people we can all do the same thing if you have an internet connection and you can go and meet these people and interact with them like that's fucking awesome yeah it's not like you know our parents generation where you see someone on the television and you know that they're never going to know that you exist there's totally a possibility that i know you exist or you know you exist like it's fucking awesome 100 percent. you know that actually just i don't know if this is relevant or not but it just reminds me of do you guys remember pen pals Yes. Like actual yeah, writing. When yeah, like, yeah, when you were yeah, in school yeah. and you wrote yeah. to people. Yeah. yeah, like it's such a lost art now because yeah. you don't need it. You have Twitter yeah. and no, you have exactly. Instagram and all that shit. But like think about how excited you would get to get a letter like from a stranger, like a lit chain letter. And yeah. you're like, oh my God, who is this person? They know my name. I, I, got, a, I got a piece of letter from a letter <laughs> mail from somebody I don't even know in the world. And now you can be like, but I want to talk to you. it's an interaction. It's a universal oh, thing. But it's so exciting to talk to somebody that's far away or that you might have never met before i fucking love it i really do 
it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, I mean, it is. and you know, speaking of you know, pen pals and and writing and, and books, like you know, <laughs> Audible has That's a great selection of, of so many titles that you don't even have to read, guys. I love when he does you can that. do whatever you're doing, <laughs> and if you go to audible.com and sign up, first of all, you get 30 days free, oh, and second of all, you it. get a free book oh, on on Jenna. It. She's gonna buy you a free uh, audio book. <laughs> I will. Okay. I, you uh, get a book, and you get a book. I'm totally you get a book. getting a book that I'm never gonna read, but I'm still gonna I'm get gonna it. Well, here's the thing. It, yeah. Okay, so I was just recently talking my friend and he was like dude you have to read this book do you read and I was like you know what in the last couple of years fucking no like I don't read I don't sit down and read a book but I miss it because I used to read a lot so he suggested this book and then when Audible came to the podcast uh, they you know I got my free book so I, I downloaded the book it's uh, Ready Player One. And uh, so I, I downloaded the book and I started listening to it. And I'm like, this is fucking great. Like listen for car rides, for cleaning the house, for fucking doing workout, whatever you're doing, you can listen to a book being read to you, like read, right? Not just like a, you know, a robot voice or whatever. Like it's a fucking. <laughs> it's not Will Wheaton is reading me a book right now and I'm just cleaning my room. Like it's chill. So uh, check out audiblepodcast.com slash Jenna because she's yeah. going to buy you a book. I'm buying um, everyone. I just have to say, you have an extraordinary podcast voice. <laughs> Doesn't he? It's amazing. Well, he worked in radio for years, and you, you totally did. Thank you, dude. Wow. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I'm I'm known for my transitions. I would say. Okay, but if I go, <laughs> they're ridiculous. Uh, if I go to Audible, can you like someday read me a book? Well, Audible, hit me up. I'll, I'll record. I'll read a book. Just make it not like a really weird fucking. No, book. I want like Julian's. You, I want you reading like The Cat in the Hat or something like. Oh, I'll read The Cat in the Hat. I'd love to see. I'd love to hear you read The Hobbit. Yeah, like that. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, I used to read. I used to read. But with speaking commentary, of the that's chill. I used to read Calvin and Hobbes, which just sounds like The Hobbit. I used to read that in bed when I was a kid. Aww. But I didn't have Bowl and Branch sheets. I just had regular <laughs> yeah. sheets. Oh, you so guys definitely yeah. weren't sleeping that well. If you guys transitions, so got them. Uh, if you guys want luxury sheets for affordable costs delivered right to your front door, you have a 30-day free trial with Bowl and Branch. So you order some sheets from Bowl and Branch, you try them on, you sleep on those motherfuckers for 30 days, and you're like, yeah, I don't like them. You send them back for free, you get a full refund. I doubt that's going to happen. They have some of the softest, like most luxurious. They really do feel like really expensive sheets. Uh, another thing about Bowl and Branch is that they are a family-run company and a portion of the sales goes to fighting uh, human trafficking, which is uh, really awesome. Fantastic cause and uh, great people over there. Check them out at bowlandbranch.com. You can feel good in and feel good uh, about. Feel good in all the ways. Right. Uh, enter Jenna Julian <laughs> right, at checkout. Uh, from it's good for your conscience. com for 50 bucks. <laughs> and your, and your consciousness. Yeah. Thank you, Bowling Branch. Thank you, Audible. <laughs> have some dreams on them. Yeah, go have some dreams, guys. Um, oh, <laughs> like speaking of ahead. dreams, yeah, you were oh telling us about God. Why don't you tell what us your dream? Fucked up nightmare last night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I had this... So, I don't know. Like, I'm kind of messed up when it comes to sleep. Mm. I always feel like I'm not really sleeping. I always feel like I'm, like, in that transition where, like, I'm, like, sort of sleeping, but I'm not. And it's happened to me in the past where I've been conscious of the fact that I'm dreaming. Like, I'm literally in a dream. Like, oh, I'm dreaming. I can fly right now. Psh, no problem, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last night, I had... I, has, I haven't had a nightmare in a really long time. Last night, I had a stop, fucked up Stop nightmare. laughing. He's talking about a nightmare. <laughs> no, stop fucking funny. I was terrified, okay? <laughs> I was driving around with Kurt Russell. <laughs> I was driving. He was sitting shotgun. And... We ended up going to this like convenience store and I was I was waiting for him in the car like it was a getaway car or something and he pops back in and he's like, Alright dude, we gotta flee, we gotta go. So I'm like, Alright, well I'm Canadian, so let's go to Canada. So we like drive to the train station, we ditch the car, 
at that point we both realized like we're like they're on they're on the hunt for us like they know we're like you're, we're yeah, on the run yeah, yeah we're your fugitives. names are out there there's i was saying there's fully like an apb on us like a hundred percent so we go to the train station and as we're walking we're like all right like we're fucked we know this is this is it and he's like, all right, you go first, you go first. So I'm like, okay, cool. I give them like my passport to get my train ticket and fucking bells and whistles are sounding <laughs> off. The guy turns around. I can see his face right now. He turns around and he's like, oh my God, like we got to take you in. I'm like, I know, uh, we fucked up. And I, like, and I like hand in my hands and they take me away. Fast forward, I'm like in this room, this like huge hall with all these people. They're all the family members of like this person allegedly that I murdered, oh which I don't God. even remember doing, obviously. <laughs> And I'm like, I didn't do anything. It was Kurt Russell. He did it. <laughs> and they're all like, no, it was you. Who the hell is Kurt Russell? We don't even know who he is. He's not even here. Rat. Rat. And I was like, what? Kurt Russell. And, and the whole time I was like, I was like crying. And I was like, I'm sorry. Oh. I didn't mean to do it. And they're like, no, you're going to jail forever. Oh. And I was like, anyways. And then I just woke up and I turned to my girlfriend. And I was like, I just had the worst nightmare ever. And she's like, what happened? I'm like, feel my heart. My heart was pounding. And I was like... I was going to go to jail. Like, I was at a train station. I told her the whole story. And she's like, you're an idiot. I was like, <laughs> I, was like I know. But they're so real. My, my interpretation is that Kurt Russell was a figment of your imagination the whole time. So when you blamed him, and you're he like, was who Bruce the fuck Willis is that? And he was dead. <laughs> Face off. Face off. Face on. Uh, Wait, no. What? Sixth Sense. Yeah, I know, but no, Julian said face. I just said no face. Reason. I just like saying face off because so Jenna does this thing where she'll go up to me in the house and she'll my hit my face and me. slide it off, and be like face off, and then she'll put her face, hand back on my face and be like face on. <laughs> what? I don't know. My brother used to do it to me when we were kids because yeah. that movie. She thinks it's so funny. <laughs> face. Yeah, you go face off and then you go, face on. <laughs> face on is so much worse than face off. Oh, that man. looks like it'd be super uncomfortable like yeah, in the middle of the day. A dick. It's like yeah. We could, we could be, I'd be okay if we never did that again. Yeah. Do you have any brothers or sisters? I do. I have uh, an older brother and an older sister. Oh, you're the baby. Yeah, I'm the Me baby. Too. I'm the baby, but I'm the best. Babies are the best. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Sorry. Julian's the middle. No one knows who I am. I'm the middle child. <laughs> Sorry about that. Condolences on that. <laughs> you're like the Kermit. Like everyone like, forgot Kermit about is me. Kermit is the most middle child ever. He's yeah. so middle child. <laughs> like every once in a while, they be like, where's Kermit? And he's like outside just going, eh. <laughs> like he's just crying about the fact me. that he's a middle child. <laughs> yeah. uh, ever since Peach came, it was like he just hung it up. He's yeah. like, no, I'm not the baby anymore. Okay, wait, what are the ages of your dogs? So Marbles? Marbles is seven. Kermit's He's the oldest. Five. Kermit's five. And Peach, and Peach is, is one. like one. Oh, that's good yeah. balance. Yeah. Yeah. They're Marbles is the alpha. They're adorbs. It's interesting, though, because when we got Peach uh, a little over a year ago, uh, <clears throat> we obviously just had the two. And when we when we first welcomed her into the house, Marbles was having none of it. He was like, he hated what her. the fuck is this little girl doing? What does she think she's doing in my house? Like, she he didn't really spend any time with her. Um, when we forced them to spend time, we're playing with them together. He would like have none of it. Yeah, he would like but, bite her. Oh yeah, he, he hated her. Like, well, because she's just like you know, she's the new cute little puppy. And too much energy. So he's territorial. And so saying. yeah, and so we. Were, I was like Jenna, this might like be a mistake. Like I don't think Marvel's ever gonna like Peach. And now like. They have blossomed into the like cutest little it's friendship. It's disgusting. They love like, each other. Marbles has this closet crush on Peach that she like. They love it's each other. It's very Lady in the Tramp. Oh, if so they could cute. share a bowl of spaghetti right now, they probably would. Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> it's just so funny because we we were so certain that Marbles was never gonna like warm up. Yeah. He, you know. Well, he doesn't like anybody really. He doesn't. He's a, he's an old man. He's a crotchety. He's pretty cute. He's he is really cute. cute. On that big couch before, he's just like like lost in this huge yeah. beanbag. I know. We have a big <laughs> beanbag chair, and he sits in the middle of it, and you're like he just basically. 
sinks into it and he's barking. You're like, where is that coming from? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Do you have any uh, pets? I don't. I um, <clears throat> I grew You're up traveling a lot. I travel a lot. Yeah. I uh, I feel like I, I wanted one for like a minute and a half. I wanted a dog, but then I was like, it's not fair for the dog. Mm. Like, I'm, I'm always away. Well, it's yeah. also like if you lived, you know, in Canada and then you were traveling to other only other places in Canada. But once you're like international, you it's would have yeah, you can't just like bring your dog. It's more difficult to do you. that. They like quarantine them for yeah. a while and mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, I uh, I grew up with a dog. Stupid though, Canada and America is like the same. Shit, I know we were talking man. about that yesterday. Like we're basically the same, okay? Exactly. It's an imaginary line with the same people. Your right. money, your money looks cooler though. Our money is monopoly. And yeah. First of all, we have monopoly money. Our five dollar bills are blue, ten purple, so twenty cool. green, amazing, fifty yet yeah, red. And then you pass go and collect two hundred dollars. And <laughs> uh, exactly. And on top of that, our we have one dollar and two dollar coins. So like half the time, tooties, you're right? like you're like a leprechaun. We're leprechauns yeah. running around with like coins <laughs> in our pocket. I feel like a freaking leprechaun. Yeah. Dude, I grew up so close, like to Toronto and like Canada. That they, if you had like loonies and toonies, they would take them as money. Like we would take your money in America, really? in Rochester. Rochester yeah. Interesting. Because there were so That's many cool. times That's really we cool. always had like Canadian money, yeah. like our Canadian like nickels and shit. Yeah. Like those well, things yeah. exist. It probably makes them money. To <laughs> we have but, like everybody looks at them and you're like, all right, well half of these are Canadian. Like no one gives a shit. The only thing they didn't like work in was like some like parking meters or yeah. like the gumball machines. It would just spit it out and we're like, oh, fuck, this one's Canadian. That's why. Fun fact <laughs> about uh, Canadian coins. Yeah. Uh, I think it was about a year or two years ago they discontinued the penny what yeah no more pennies in canada that's legendary in, 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 uh, is there a reason probably why it, probably because it wasn't worth it yep the it was more expensive to, to make, make a penny than, than it, it was cost yeah. more than a penny to make a penny yeah so now they round up or down if it's like five dollars and 74 cents it's 570 oh shit and if what it's 576 it's 580 yeah that is. wow that's cool well when we were in australia Give a penny, take a penny the you whole... treat your entire country like 7-eleven <laughs> <laughs> you know I don't know, it's like when you're at a healthy spot, they're like, would you like to round up to help the dogs in need? You're like, yeah, it's like three cents. Like, three cents, it costs three cents to make a penny. So, yeah, sure. <laughs> no, like, when we were in Australia and they have the $1 and the $2 coins, mm-hmm. I was like, this is, like, nice. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I actually, like, need coins now. Like, right. I can put some coins in my pocket and not just have them sit there and piss me off. Like, it was nice. But everything's so fucking expensive over there anyway. My neighbor, I used to do, like, yard work, and he was really old, and he used to pay me in silver, like, half dollars. Yeah. And they wouldn't take, they would take Canadian money, but nobody takes a fucking half dollar. <laughs> they're really cool now. Yeah, like, yeah. I just learned items. about that, actually. They're like, awesome. Last week. Yeah. But, like, I would go rake his lawn or, like, shovel his snow. He's like, here's the silver dollar. I'm like, fuck, Mr. Spiller. No, I can't spend this anywhere. <laughs> like, he probably knew giving it. giving that to me. Like Mr. Spiller was running well, a scheme a, on he's you. He's a smart man. Those were fake anyway. I would, yeah. I would appreciate, it would be worth much more someday. Aww. It was very sweet. But I was like, I just want to buy some fucking bubble gum. Fuck. Is that easy? When you were like, just like that. <laughs> hey, Mr. Speller. Mr. Speller, come on, eh? <laughs> No, he was really sweet. He would sit on his porch and his wife would just talk at him for hours. And he would sit there silently and they were married until the day oh they died. God. They that's, loved each other. Relationship, relationship goals. Relationship goals, yeah. right? Just that is right there. A woman just gossiping at you for hours yeah. and he's just, just sitting more than happy. Say anything. More than happy to sit there and just listen to her talk. <laughs> it's a sitting on, it's a silver sitting dollars. <laughs> I love it. Silver half dollars, which didn't work then. And they still, still work now. Still don't work. Now. It's a collector's item. Two dollar bills. Our two dollar coins, when they first first of all, our one dollar coins are called loonies. Right. Our two dollar yeah. coins are called toonies. Yeah, they flirted with the idea of a foonie. What? 
a five dollar coin. <laughs> I swear it was like that would have been. It was so like good. a thing for like a minute. Um, and, they, and they said no. They were like, I'm, listen, I will not put put it past them. Like they changed our our money. Like. A year ago, it's plastic now. Yeah, that's Our so awesome. Smart. That's really ours smart. Ours rips yeah, all the fucking time. Apparently, you like leave it on your dash. It'll in melt. The heat and it melts. Oh my your god! Dash. Oh god! You like, really are leprechaun. I know. Did money? not think that all the way no, through. No, totally all. not. Um, our two dollar coins have like it's like a silver coin, and then in the middle there's like a a, a gold coin. Right. And when they first came out, you could like pop them out. No. Yeah, and people were like wearing them around necklaces and oh, shit. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. Oh, I remember they those. Fixed, fixed I actually now. had one of those when I was a kid. <laughs> like, I don't even know where it's from, but yeah, I got it. No, because they had the gold center or whatever. Or yeah. the, it was the silver on the outside. Yeah. I didn't know you could pop it out. Yeah, man. Oh, my God. That's wild. It's I, the size like, of a dime. those when I was a kid. My mom got me a couple, like, Canadian. I don't know how they got it, but it was yeah, like, really fun. Check out this foreign currency. These freaks up in Canada have these coins. <laughs> like, they have two medals and one fucking coin. What's wrong with these guys? <laughs> this seems, Why, so this much seems effort. expensive to make. <laughs> oh, my what God. What is this? Yeah. Um, Let's put a coin in a coin. It's coinception. It's a toonie. I um. It's so it's crazy to think about the whole Canada American thing. Like when I was growing up, we used to drive. So I'm from Montreal, and the closest American city is Plattsburgh, New York, Vermont, or Vermont? New York, Plattsburgh, New York. I don't even Vermont, Plattsburgh, Plattsburgh, Burlington, Vermont, yeah, Plattsburgh, New Plattsburgh York. Plattsburgh is yeah. It was like an hour and a half from Montreal or something like that, and we used to go up there and get like we didn't have. We didn't have things like combos, crackers. We didn't have that in Canada. Dr. Pepper. What? Swear to God. So you would go to America and ball the fuck out. Are you, are you kidding me? Dr. Pepper, cookie crisp, potato skins, uh, gushers. Oh, oh gushers? You God, we, didn't have, gushers. we didn't have gushers. Dr. Pepper was my shit. What the hell, Taco Canada? Bell. Taco Bell. What? We didn't have Taco Bell in Montreal until like 2000. That's horrible. I know. I know. What did you eat, Tim Hortons? Yeah, duh. <laughs> Speaking of Tim Hortons, Tim Delicious. Hortons fucking ran out Dunkin' Donuts. It's like crazy. Dunkin' yeah. Donuts had a presence. It's before a big Tim deal, Hortons. like up north. Tim I know. Hortons. I know. You were talking about we that. Would when we would drive went to through, Toronto. and we would get like chicken noodle soup, and it was bomb. Like you could drive up to the drive-through window, get like a coffee, a chicken noodle soup, and like a black forest cake, and they just hand it to you in your car in like That's three so seconds. Cool. It was amazing. <laughs> like, mom, can we go to Tim Hortons for dinner? She's like, all they have is like soup and cake. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> That's where I want to go. Soup and cake. It's I had like uh, a perfect meal. <laughs> I had poutine for the first time when we were in oh, Toronto. Oh yeah! Please tell me your experience. Love wait, 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 wait. Where'd so, you guys go for that? We went. I can't remember what it what was the called. Fuck? It was a it was pretty a popular place. place. And did you so, like it? It was something poutinery. I mean, oh, okay. it doesn't narrow it down. I know what it is. Yeah. Yeah, but they had gluten-free poutine, which I like didn't right. think they would have with the gluten-free gravy and whatnot. Uh, so I had it, and I you was, had like a pulled pork one. I had pulled pork and I had bacon on top. Um, and it was fucking so good. It was like delicious. salty, and like hot, it's and uh, like the fries were just like really fresh. I never had anything like it, so this was like pretty great. It would be, it was like it's a Canadian thing, right? Poutine, yeah. Poutine. It's a, it's so, a, it's a Montreal thing actually. It, is it? It was invented in Quebec, yeah. Wow. Wait, so do you speak French? Oui, je parle en français. Oh, okay. Oh, that's, uh, <laughs> well, wow. Yeah, yeah. It, but not not everyone speaks. <laughs> Poutine cool. is a French poutine. word, so you're already speaking French when you say oh, poutine. Oh yeah, that's true. So you're fluent. I'm fluent in French, but I didn't. I didn't learn French until I stopped going to school. Weird, right? Whoa. So how did you? How did you learn it? I was forced to learn. Okay, so I really learned French because I dated a French girl. I worked at Club Med. It was it's a resort <laughs> in Cancun, which is, and it's a French company. That's how you learn French. Date a French. Date a girl. French girl. Uh, I, so I li- I lived in Cancun, Mexico, teaching sailing and windsurfing for Club what? Med. 
hits. And um, that's your you did that in your lifetime, like yeah. this lifetime. Yeah, totally. Two thousand five. Shit, that mm-hmm. happened. Yeah. And uh, it's a French company, so I met this French girl there, and we started dating like on the resort. And you know, it's like summer camp. You know, summer yeah, camp. Yeah, like yeah. everything expedited. Like a right. week is really like six months. Right. You know? and now you're in love. Yeah, and she was like, "You need to work on your French." I'm like, "Okay, so let's just let's speak French yeah. together." And like that's how we kind of hooked up. And I really like got the basis of it like I had the basis already but that's how I really got the conversational French out of the way and then I came back to Montreal and then started working like in the public and pure French all the time and then before Epic Mealtime happened, I was selling printers like only in Quebec. Right. So it was only French. Like rural Quebec, seven hours north of Montreal. They don't even know what English is. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, totally. By the way, the poutineery you're talking about is called Smokes. I think is so. Is yeah. yeah I, think they, I think I just saw a, something on like Business Week or something. They have Smokes Wienery coming out. What? Oh shit! Where it's like hot dogs, hot dogs. and the burritoery. Burrito. What? Yeah. yeah there's they also have gluten free burritos underneath, right here. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, it is cool. It's good branding. Very yeah. good branding. Really good branding. But uh, you need to get your ass to Montreal, man. You well, you never been there either, right? No, let's, you, I might fuck? have, but I don't Stop think sleeping. so. Dude, give I us saw, a reason. Give us a reason, there. and we're there. Like, that's that's honestly our answer for like any place we want to go. It's like, give us a reason to go. We'll go. I know a lot of like kids that I went to high school with would go there just to like get wasted and shit. The drinking age of eighteen. Eighteen. Holy shit. Eighteen and <clears throat> close to New York. A lot of it's a yeah, it's an hour flight, five hour drive. Yeah. But even like from Toronto, Rochester, it's probably, yeah, people probably would, closer. People would drive. That was like a thing in my high school. Like kids would try if you had like a couple free periods in a row, you could drive to Niagara Falls and then drive back and then be in school the same day the whole time. Yeah, in Toronto it's nineteen, so it's still not even that bad. It's yeah. not twenty one, which is I always thought was crazy. Twenty one. Twenty one is pretty pretty it's nuts. Fucking it's overkill, fucking man. It's so, so stupid. Dumb. America. <laughs> We've got everything except for a shitty drinking age. And people that have fun with their money. Fuck. We need Canadians. Wait, nice. there's more. I'm going to hit you with one more. Hit me. So a lot of people do their bachelor and bachelorette parties in Montreal yeah. because the strip clubs are fully nude, uh-huh. alcohol oh, allowed, shit. and and full contact. What? What? Yeah. Okay, so all three of those things are illegal. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> when I first moved to California, I didn't realize that there it's either or. Like, so you can only serve booze, but then they can't take their clothes off. Or <laughs> they dancers. take their clothes off. And you have to drink Red Bull. Yeah, so we, like, went to the, yeah, <laughs> so we went to the strip club, and they were just, like, in their underwear. And I was like, are you guys going to get naked? <laughs> like, they're like, no. And I'm like, all right, we're leaving. So, yeah. fucking, you think I came here to look at your bra? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> We we have some fun sometimes. Yeah, I one that. of the first times we ever hung out, we went to a strip club. Yeah, oh, true. that's a good yeah. date. It's just oh, yeah. a fun thing to go do. <laughs> yeah, but you gotta leave after like a little while. Yeah, so you, you gotta, like, you gotta it take it for what it is. It's, it's just for like exactly. a fun like hour, and then you gotta yeah. get out of there. The strippers love Jenna. By the way. No Every one needs stripper I've ever met. The strip club fucking yeah. loves Jenna. Loves yeah, yeah they like fun. have this weird attraction to Jenna. It's just girls. The, uh, girls like dancing for girls because yeah. we're not like for the. I'm gonna say for the most part, we're not there to like be really creepy. Mm. Hey, I'm a fucking gentleman. We're there okay? to have fun. No, well, also, you know, I'm a gentleman. Yeah, you should come with it. Because, I mean, I'm, I'm going with my girlfriend, so I'm not going to go like to a strip club yeah. with my girlfriend <laughs> and, you know, do anything. But, yeah, no. Uh, the problem with strip clubs is if you stay there too long, it starts, like, seeping into your pores. Oh, and you're yeah, like, it's not <laughs> That's, like, a brilliant way to put it. Yeah, like, the strip oh, club starts to seep into your pores. <laughs> it, like, becomes part of your body and oh, your DNA God. by osmosis. 
<laughs> the sadness gets into your soul. So, so true. So oh, too true. real, too real. Osmo- sadmosis. Sadmosis. That's a good word. That's a great Strip word. Strip-mosis. It's like a depressing thing that we just <laughs> talked about. <laughs> But that's really interesting that people would go full contact. Yeah. Yeah. Do they run into problems with oh, that? Oh, they have to. I mean, I've never really heard anyone mm. run into problems. Mm-hmm. You can't, like, it's not like you can publicly, in, like, the face of everyone, start, right. like, groping a girl. you got to take her to the back to, like, a private dance, quote, Then unquote. you grope her. Yeah, literally, then you grope <laughs> her. But I think at all, in every station, there's, like, a dude watching you. Got it. Good, good. So there's there's grope zoo police. It's not just like you can just grope. You can't just grope zoo around. Hey, there's rules to this shit. Okay, we're not animals. Come on, come on, get your head out of the gutter. Oh god. Well, anyway, moving right along. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm honestly really excited to see everything that you are gonna kind of show everyone that you're working on soon. Yeah, lots of surprises. Lots of surprises. Until then, I'm excited to watch you, your life via vlogs. I love surprises. Uh, For those of you, I know a lot of you, you know, enjoy people who vlog their life. Josh does that. So we will link his channel. We'll link all of his stuff below. But uh, the the vlogs, I feel like, is a great intro to everything you. You know what I mean? It's very good. It gives you a good, you know, taste of what you are and what you're doing and And what your your life's about. Did you really used to have five earrings? Yeah, I still have the holes. Check it out. You do? Oh, yeah, you do. I saw that picture on your Instagram and you had like five earrings. I was like, no way. Five earrings and my graduation picture I had all loops. It looked like a shower curtain. Straight <laughs> up shower dope. curtain. Like, swear that to God. Yeah. By the way, I think I have the same sunglasses as you. Mm. Which ones? The ones, the black ones I have? Yeah. The, are they Purcells or Tom Ford's? Tom Ford's. Yeah, fuck yeah, man. Everyone's got Look at that taste. Look at that taste, though. So I bought. So I had these knockoffs, right? And I loved them. And then they snapped. And like I didn't know what they were knockoffs of. So I posted online. I was like, anyone know? Like on Reddit, or whatever. And so I was like, yeah, knockoff Tom Ford. So I went to Tom Ford. And I found the exact ones. So Flint, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I don't know, but they they look exactly like you have, and I love them. They're amazing. Yeah. I uh, I for years I was like, fuck that three hundred dollars on a pair of sunglasses. Yeah. No way, three hundred Canadian. Canadian, by the way, which is like a dollar American. Uh, I was like, I'm not spending so much money on sunglasses, but I would buy a new pair of sunglasses every like month. Yeah, so, you're so it's like, and breaking yeah, them. I've had yeah. those sunglasses for three years. Really? Yeah, they're That's amazing. They're sick. I feel like these quality. Are gonna, they're they're great. Last me a while. Yeah. Um, it's good taste, man. Yeah, dude, you too. Taste. You too. <laughs> well, dude, thanks again for coming on the podcast. Yeah, thank we you appreciate you. So hey, me. thanks for having me. Is there anything else that you'd like to plug or tell anyone about? Uh, Sugar Showdown, October first, cooking channel at nine p.m. Eastern, six p.m. Pacific, and uh, hit me up um, on Twitter and Instagram at Epic Mook. And Snapchat, Mookie Guapson. Mookie Guapson. <laughs> Seriously, food porn all day, every food day. Food porn so. all day, every day. And I answer snaps, so if you want to hit me up on that, I'll talk to you. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I like it on there. Yeah, yeah Snapchat's um, really fun. It's so it is really fun. fun. Thank you again to uh, Audible for sponsoring the podcast and Bowl and Branch. Audible. Sorry. Audiblepodcast.com slash Jenna. Not Jenna. Yeah. Uh, you get a free audiobook on us, on Jenna. Uh, literally pick whatever book you want. You get it for free and you get a 30-day trial. Check it out. Uh, Bowl and Branch. Bowl, B-O-L-L, and branch.com. Enter Jenna Julian at checkout for 50 bucks off your first set of sheets. Uh, trust me, you will not regret it. They are the greatest sheets. They soft. Yeah, they soft. I'm excited for that. Um, yeah. Everything Josh will be in the description, so make sure to check that out. And, uh... Yeah, we'll see you guys next yeah, week. Thank on you the so podcast. much for being here. Thanks for having yeah, me. Thanks, Josh. Fun, man. All right, That's now awesome. can you cook me some food? Or? <laughs> Fuck that! I want another Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. Let's get it on. All right, see you guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>